Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Hey, good morning to you. Top of the morning to all. It is hard to be upset. On a Tuesday morning, when you got Clarence Hill Jr. to speak with, it's that time of the week we'd like to welcome on our favorite from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, Clarence Hill Jr. Hey, man, you spent too much time in Houston. You cursed him. <laughs> I didn't curse him. I didn't curse no. him. I like Houston, but, you know, I'm, I'm all in on that Dallas-Houston rivalry. And so, yeah, we're, we're enjoying this in the Metroplex right now. Oh, I know it's, I know it's going crazy up there. Tickets, and they're about to get going. I, who y'all want? Y'all want Philly or y'all want the Diamondbacks? Uh, they just want anybody. You know? <laughs> they just want in, I right? think it'd be great if they just want in. They just want to win a title. I think it'd, it'd be great to play Philly because the Cowboys are playing the Eagles in a couple of weeks. Oh, and, I and see. So I see you. That would be coincide cool. Coincide at the same time. You know, you know, Dallas-Philly, North Texas-Philly, the same you know, this Texas-Philly rivalry, yeah, that, 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 that will go right hand-in-hand. Hand. Feels appropriate as Clarence Hill Jr. joins us. Cowboys coming off the bye week, prepping for a, a Ram team that, uh, you know, they, they, there's some talent there. Best uh, rookie in the NFL right now, in my mind. Puka Nakua. Uh, tell us about the Cowboys, uh, you know, off week. Uh, what's the expectations as they get busy again tomorrow? You know, it's about the Rams, but it's also about the next six games. Mm-hmm. You know, I wrote about that today in the start to look. I mean, the first six games, they have four uh, road games, and, and, and I'm sorry, yeah, four road games and two home games. Right. You know, and they, they turned it four and two, and I think if we went at start of the season, I think we'd, most people would accept it four and two. Because you, you, yes. you know, you thought, you know, you had to, you had, you, you had the Jets with Aaron Rodgers, you had, you know, those teams, and you would have accepted four and two. You don't like the fact that you lost to the Cardinals. And that's what happened. It started, but you would have accepted four and two to start the season. You know, and, and now you have four of the next six games, uh, at home. And this is really the time where the Cowboys need to make some hay between now, between this, uh, Rams game and the Seattle game, which is a week after Thanksgiving, uh, before they have another 10 day break and then they get ready for the final five games of the season. Right. The Cowboys need to go to me five and one, if, if not six and zero, oh, but certainly five and one. You have the Eagles. You need to go five and one. I mean, I mean, you outside of you know this game against Philadelphia and then in that in that bookend game I'm talking about against Seattle. Who do you have to play? You got the Rams, who are yes, they're they're a tough team, but the Cowboys are you know they're ten and one at home. You know under Mike. I mean, no, I'm sorry, they're not ten and one at home. They won ten straight games at home. Okay, got you. You know, they won 10 straight. They, they've dominated home. You got the Rams, uh, after the Eagles game, which is going to be a tough game on the road. That's, you know, uh, you, you, you say, well, maybe the Philadelphia should win it on the road, but they got Cowboys get Philly, uh, back at home in December. But after that, you got Carolina. 
Yeah, it's time uh, to get fat. The Giants. Yeah, it's time to get fat. Yes, it's, it, you know, it, you you these these are the games you have to win. You have to put in the bank. You should have baked that Carolina win. You're gonna need these in December when you have those tough games against, you know, Detroit and 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 Eagles and. In Miami, but this is the time to really get fat, as you say, and, and put some games in the bank. And, and it starts with this Rams team, which is a game team, but this Rams team is not special. No. You know, you should beat them in Dallas. Right. I agree with that. Clarence, um, does, you know, I don't know what happens, but Philly's definitely shaking the trees. You know, they went and got Julio Jones, they went and traded for Bayard. Does that make the Jerry and Steven overreact and feel like they have to make a move? I know they brought in last Wednesday, they brought in eight players, four linemen two tight ends and two linebackers are you you see anything happening before the trade deadline with the Cowboys well, bringing in guys off the street and trading for guys who can play is two different things right let's, 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 let's not equate <laughs> right let's not equate bringing bringing dudes off the street just to, you know turn the bottom on a roster uh with what the Eagles did and you know I don't think the Cowboys should react to what the Eagles did. I think okay. the Cowboys should react to 28 years of not getting to the Super Bowl and, 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 and overturning every leaf to get make your team a Super Bowl contender. You know, that, that's that been my issue with the Cowboys even in the offseason. You know, quit trying to, you know, bargain basement shop when you haven't won since 20, in, in 28 years. Quit trying to worry about balancing mm. the budget and, well, I need to sign Micah in two years and I need to sign CD in three years and I need to do this <laughs> down in three years so I can't really spend money and go get these guys who can help us win now. Thank you. I mean, go no other now. team has proven it. You know what well, Clarence, you, you bring it up. No <laughs> other team has proven that you can just swing for the fences, spend everything you got, and hope for the best more than the Rams. I mean, the Rams, they did everything they could to get to the Super Bowl, and they got it. Now, they're kind of paying the price, but that's what they did. I see no reason why the Cowboys wouldn't swing for it. We we know that Tennessee's a seller. I mean, would they? do you see them making a call and maybe looking for a Derrick Henry or somebody like that? I know, I know you're going to bring Well, I mean, i got to be real. <laughs> got to be real. And, and what kills me, these fans, these so-called, you know, Cap experts, right? Uh, who say, well, they can't trade for him. They have this cap figure. No, they don't. I mean, that, the the cap figure is based. A lot of times, the cap figure is based on the signing bonus money. So you know, like I know, I threw out there last week about them going after the receiver in um, uh, the Raiders uh, right. so from Don- Green Bay, like, yeah. Devontae yeah. Adams. You know. Devontae Adams, and they were talking about his cap figure. Well, his cap figure is based on the signing bonus money. That's money that's already been paid. That's money that the Raiders have to eat. His cap figure, the only thing the Cowboys have to deal with is his base salary, not his, his that, that prorated that prorated cap figure that the Raiders have to eat because they paid the signing bonus money. And the same thing will be on King Henry's contract or whoever else's. So it, it's not as... as uh, uh, so the hindrance is not what people think right. it is from from a no. financial standpoint when, when you trade for those guys for sure. You know, whether they go for King Hurricane, they need to improve this team. They have okay. yes, you need you, you could use help at running back, you could use help at receiver, you could use help certainly at linebacker. You don't have great linebackers, especially without Leighton Van Der Esch. You didn't have great linebackers when you had Leighton Van Der Esch. And so you're playing a safety at linebacker, you're gonna get bullied at some point because you're too small at linebacker. You know, you could use help at cornerback. I just think the Cowboys, you know, just don't need to head to this trade deadline saying we like our guys. You know, you you liking your guys is not going to get you to liking the Super Bowl. Anything to this Zach Ertz stuff? I saw that floated. Is that fan? Is that fan driven? I know. And again, 
and the couple on that, because it's two questions, is anything to the Zach Ertz rumors and are they getting from Ferguson what they thought they would when they were cool with walking away from Dalton Schultz? Well, first of all, I don't think there's anything to Zach Ertz rumors, but, but, okay. but you know, that, that's fan driven right okay, now. Cool. But it's not just Ferguson. It's really more about Schoolmaker. You know, he, second round catch. pick. Yeah, second you know, round pick. Yeah, it, it's, it's really about what you haven't gotten from Schoolmaker, and then you know, for them to say, "Well, they're good blockers in the run game." <laughs> what run game? What run game? So, yeah, you're not. I mean, listen, anybody that thought that 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 Ferguson was going to somehow be an all pro tight end after just because he had made a couple of catches and he got a cool granddad was was, was really smoking that, that weed in the backyard and the same thing with and and then you thought schoolmaker this guy he's a blocker at Michigan and he can catch the ball and he can be versatile he hasn't shown much at all and and you know that's one thing that I've said you know I've talked we've talked about not having a a tight end mismatch a guy that can make plays. You know, you, you, you don't have that at tight end. And they're nice guys and nice players, and they're, they're going to be good, decent pros. But, you know, they're not mismatches. They're not difference makers. They're not plus players at the position. Clarence Hill Jr. joining us for his weekly stop by. Make sure you're reading all of his stuff at the Fort Worth Star Telegram. And in your latest, you did talk, uh, well, uh, you have been talking about the opportunity to go get somebody. This is a facetious question, but I, I kind of got to do it. Given where the, the, the Dallas sporting world is right now, with the Rangers obviously going to be in a World Series here for the next week, you got the Mavericks kicking off the season, starting anew. Uh, does Jerry, is he in the position maybe just to make some waves, just to make a move, to make a move, to just to make yourself noteworthy? Well, I mean, first of all, the Cowboys don't need to make moves to be noteworthy. Well, that's I, the issue. I agree, that's but the I mean, they, that's... they stay noteworthy. They stay, you know, they, they, right. they're the number one, you know, valued franchise in sports across the world. They get talked about everywhere. They, they the problem <laughs> is they're too noteworthy and, and they've done nothing to be noteworthy to a certain extent. But, you know, so I don't think that what the Rangers have done, you know, certainly the excitement of Mavs still trumps the interest in the Cowboys. They don't need to make moves to be noteworthy. They need to make moves to win. I mean, the Rangers, again, have been in three Super Bowls, uh, three World Series since the Cowboys last been in wow. the Super Bowl. The Rangers, mm-hmm. I mean, the Mavericks have been the two uh, NBA Finals, you know, since the Cowboys last went to the Super Bowl and winning one. I mean, those are the issues. I mean, they haven't won. You know, they need to do what they need to do to win in my book, you know, and, and, and so that that's where it is, you know. The, the attention is there. The attention is not going to, you know, drop just because, you know, these p- people love to talk about the Cowboys, even though I, I'm glad we bring this up right quick. Let me bring this up. Purdy don't look so pretty, does he, when, when he don't have a lead. <laughs> exactly. Or Thank a left you, tackle. Now, we that's, finally agree on something. Yes. It, it, but, but like I was telling the guys yesterday, you know, he, they don't. The, the formula in San Francisco has not been Purdy being great. It's been Purdy being put in a great situation because the players around him because they have a great defense. And but you know everybody, well, he's so perfect. He doesn't throw interceptions. Yeah, but making put him in a situation where you have to make plays. You know, and, and and so it's unrealistic thing that quarterbacks don't turn the ball over. That's what's so crazy. The quarterbacks turn the ball over. Jalen Hurts has turned the ball over. They turn, but people with his deck, it's like, how dare he? You know, that's, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It is. No, but it's, it's a fact. It's ridiculous that people went so crazy about Dex interception last year. I mean, it, it's stupid because we didn't go crazy about the guy who lit the league interception the year before. 
Yeah, I agree. You know, but you know, people people quarterbacks going to throw interceptions. But again, you know, again, put these quarterbacks in situations where you have to put the team on the back and have to make plays, and it ain't always so purdy. Okay, <laughs> so purdy. I man, now <laughs> look, Clarence. I know you have a good rapport with Micah. So when are you gonna yes. pull him to the side and say he can't win this? He can't win this media fight. And I know you fighting it with him because I know I, I follow you. I be seeing your tweets about how how the media overanalyzes and over scrutinizes the Cowboys. And I think both of you and Micah are right. But, but Micah can't win that fight, Clarence. He can't no, win that fight against the media. Be, first of all, you know the funny thing is, you know, we were at an event a couple of weeks ago, uh-huh. and Micah was, you know. Speaking of media fight, Mike was talking to these kids, and these kids started going in on Dak Prescott. And Mike told them, Mike told them to stay off social media. Where you get this from? Keep your kids off social media. And somebody hit me up and said, "Well, somebody tell Michael to stay off social media? Can he take his own advice?" Yes, <laughs> but know, I like it because it gives us content. Media. But no, he gets right. He's great. He gives us content, but. You know, he, he's Michael. I, I don't. It's hard to talk to Michael because I try to tell him first of all, those aren't me. I've talked to him like, quit trying to equate those guys with media. That's not media because he he went on radio last or not radio. He went last week and talking about. Well, that's why I didn't talk to the media last week because what those guys are saying. So he punished us because of wow that, which is silly because we're that those are not real media. Those are talking heads. Just that ESPN is entertainment. You know, but 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 Michael, you know, again, we love Michael as a football player. We love him as a media person because he says good stuff for us. But Michael don't always see things like they should. Like he was on his show yesterday, uh, Monday. You know, he hadn't talked to us in two weeks, but he has this thing on on Bleach Report. He actually said that Travis Kelsey is playing better because of the pretty woman in the stands, yeah, like Taylor Swift. He did. I'm like, dude, the dude won two Super Bowls, was locked for Hall of Fame, but we even talked about Taylor Swift. Stop acting like Taylor Swift has made Travis Kelsey better. Well, he's playing better because of the woman in the stands. He got a pretty woman. That's stupid. It doesn't hurt. It don't, but it is not. I ain't got nothing to do with it. He was already a Hall of Famer. Considered the best tight end in NFL history right. with two Super Bowl rings before Taylor Swift showed up. Amen. That doesn't feed the narrative, Clarence. We need the see, um, we, we need the Swifty lightning you, strike. You can't, you can't rail against the narrative, then, then then also buy into a BS narrative yourself. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> hey, Come on, Michael, be better. <laughs> hey, Clarence, real quick, let's. The Cowboys gonna beat the Rams. So let me ask you this: Sark, he got a decision to make. Now I heard a lot about Malik. I know you're a big Horns fan, but are are the powers that be and the people that write the checks, are they going to force him to go arch? Stop it. Well, thank stop you, it. Clarence. Thank well, look, I wanted, to be, you. I wanted to be Malik. I'm just asking you. I'm just, no, you sound like those people, because there were people who were arguing me last year. Archer's going to come in and start as a no. freshman. He's going to take Quinn's job. No, I'm just saying, there, there's no forcing. I mean, are you if, serious? If, if there's no forcing? Put, at UT? Why would there be forcing? Clarence, are you you really so you really believe to tell me that all these people at UT that spend the millions of dollars no, don't want to see believe, Arch? What I believe to tell you, what I excuse me, what I believe to tell you is that the Manning family did not send him to Texas to force him on the field and be a savior as a freshman. Okay, they they believe they they want him to be they like Sark, they want him to be developed, they want him to have a college experience. There's no pressure uh, to force him on the field. Okay. You know, if he yeah, if he he may play, if Malik think, don't yeah. get it done because that's that's the natural 
order of things, you know. But, but Malik is number two for a reason because Malik has been better in practice. But if Malik, I mean, this season is, you know, everything is important right now. This, this team is trying to win a title, uh, trying to get in the, into the playoff. And and so they they have to win these games, and if and if he does and Malik does not perform, then Archer get a chance to play. But I, I I'm I'm challenging the word forcing on the field because of his gotcha. name. Okay, oh, well that, said. That, I, that's I, that, 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 that that's that's not part of the equation. I think Texas is set up for the perfect situation. I think they're favored to win in most of these games. You're going to get both quarterbacks. I think for the rest of the year. I don't see any reason to rush Arch back until they got a nice healthy lead. Let him play it from the. From the well, front for a little while. Healthy lead. They, they wouldn't get no healthy leads with Quinn. Now, well, but before we let you go, I, I want you to talk. Well, what do you think of Quinn? I mean, is he an NFL quarterback? I don't know. See, he has all the measurables. I don't know if he has it. And 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 and, and I question his IQ right now because the the you know he ran into a, a wall of four guys against OU and fumbled. He mm-hmm. ran, you know, you know, ran into a guys in the Houston game. What are you doing? You know, you're the team is trying to win. You're, you know, yes, you lost some weight, and yes, you were more mobile than worried last year, but you're not being smart, putting yourself in harm's way to get injured. Now, he didn't get injured this time on the run, but it was after he got he took the sack into the shoulder and he ran into some guys. Like, what are you doing? And and beyond that, his play, I have not seen him. I have not seen him lift this team. He's made plays, most of the plays, you know, are. The offense is one read, and you throw the ball to this guy, and, and I really haven't seen him scan the field and, and 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 really make plays as a quarter. But also, he has the measurables, he has the arm. I just haven't seen, seen you know, top level play from him as a quarterback. That's what I think. Again, we're going by Clancy Jr. Fort Worth Star Telegram. Make sure you follow him on Twitter and everywhere else. Why? You know, it was. I don't know if y'all could see it from where y'all were sitting at the game, well, versus the Chargers, Clarence. But from home, they kept panning to McCarthy. And he just looks and acts and has this look of anxiety on his face like he's coaching from a hot seat, which I don't think he is. I've never seen him that, to me, what felt like nervous and under pressure. Yeah, I, I think he's calling. I don't know if you talk about this year and past year. I'm talking about this, this year. This is the first time. It's, yeah, I, I, I don't I – don't, I've I've kind of tried to decipher McCarthy. I mean, it's pressure, but I don't think that he's on the sideline, you know, with, with bubble guts because he's 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 uh, under <laughs> pressure, and then that, that's affecting his play calling and everything else. I mean, it's urgent. Yeah, this this offense, this this is on him. You know, this you know, and, and that game, that Chargers game was huge. And after that loss, so there was certainly some anxiety that we got to get this done, and and every play matters, and. And all those decisions matter, and then, and then unlike you know when when Kellen Moore's come plays, they're all on him. Mm. Is that so reflected? That, that game was that, that, that game was urgent. Was, was that urgent. reflected? Uh, you talk about the urgency. Was that re- reflected in the just taking the field goal instead of not going for a touchdown there late in first? Mm. Well, I, I I think you know as McCarthy told you, I'm trying to win the game. Everything I make, you're trying to win the game, and and and, and stuff like that. I, I think that he. Yes, I I think that he he is conservative, you know, and he he tries to make the right football play, and 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 I think that he wanted to make sure they got the field goal, and and, and weren't going to chance an interception. I think that did the right now he's risk adverse mm-hmm. to a certain extent in in, in certain situations because you know he's trying to yeah he's trying to do what he can to win, but yeah it it, it was urgent. I mean after that loss, and you know you just imagine they lose to the Chargers and come to this bye, we will we what we would be talking about, yeah. and so. uh 
they did what they did to do to win the game. I, I think that the, the offense has a chance to get better, you know, and, and we'll see. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, it, it's urgent for McCarthy. It's urgent for everybody. I mean, the careers will be decided. You know, futures will be decided based on this season. Yeah, I think it's an easy decision to make at the halftime when you know, you know, you your quarterback isn't that guy. I think it's an easy decision. <laughs> Wow, wow. I'm not even I'm not taking the bait. Wow. Not, you know, that was a poke outside. in the eye, right on I'm the end. I'm messing with you, see. I'm messing with you, see. You're not going to drop me outside. So I'm not going to fall for the hard count. I'm, I'm messing with you, see. No. <laughs> he is Clarence Hill Jr. You, man. Make sure you're following every bit of his stuff on the X's and on the socials. Uh, thanks for stopping by, man. Appreciate it's always you, a pleasure. All right, thank you, guys.